Welcome to Movie Umbers. I am Bob Sham. Meow. Meow. <laughs> Apparently that's a proper greeting. I won't lie. When she did her little like. Meow. I kind of cringed a little. I did too. When did she did too. that. I didn't when I was a kid. What's your name? Angela. Uh, well, this is Movie Humpers. Uh, the sounds you hear may be dogs other than the sounds of us talking about this movie. Mm-hmm. We do make sounds. It is Adolescent Power Fantasy Month. We are in week two. And we talked about Richard Donner's Superman last week. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A little weird, but a, yeah, lot of fun. a lot of fun. And much like this week, a little weird yeah. and a lot of fun. We're talking about Tim Burton Batman. We're talking about Batman Returns, the Christmas fair of the superhero movies. I love this movie, but it is fucking bonkers. Oh, this movie this is... This movie is bonkers as hell. Well, <laughs> after the 1989 Batman came out, they had to really convinced Tim Burton to make the sequel. Mm-hmm. And they actually gave him the green light to make it more of a Tim Burton-y movie. Or you'll notice that in 80, Batman 89, it was almost like they, it had that Tim Burton element, but it also just felt kind of like, it was like a split between studio and Burton. Yeah. But I think that actually was, was, part, of, was part of the <laughs> strength of the movie. I do too. But this one, and I mean, this movie, Batman Returns is at the very least... Incredibly fun to look at. Absolutely fun to look at. And everyone does a great performance. Yeah. I, mean, I also truly could watch Christopher Walken 
all day in this movie. The true villain of the movie. But the script for this movie <laughs> was I mean, not so great. Especially the Catwoman stuff. I felt like almost everything that Selena Kyle said before she became Batwoman was a Kathy comic strip. Honey, I'm home! Oh, I forgot. I'm not married. I'm, I'm not home, married. Honey. Oh, I oh, forgot. I'm alone. I don't have a husband. Yeah. I'm so nerdy. I don't know. It just ack, ack, like, ack, ack. That's yeah, what I'm out loud going to comment yeah. on how ridiculously she calls herself a corn dog. No one says that. Yeah. When we're going into the 89 Batman, a lot of like the most mainstream images of Batman were. Uh, from 1966, the Adam West, Burt Ward era. And I think the studios were very conscious to make sure that it wasn't too much into that. Fair. And you get it. And that did help define like the dark tone of Batman in movies going forward. And a lot of people involved who were going in, like when you hear interviews of Michael Keaton or whatever, they're like, uh, the only Batman I really knew much about was like the Adam West one. Like, Absolutely. You hear like everyone say that. But this movie, when they let Tim Burton like just go whole hog in it, this movie felt like it was between Batman 1966 and Batman like 89. It almost felt like more of a complete jumble of both of those things because you got the dark, you got the gothic tones, the style that Tim Burton likes, but also everything is kind of goofy as shit. It was goofy. It was definitely goofier. You know, we talked about in the 89 Batman that it did have moments to sort of just be silly. But this one was like beyond with that. This was just like so cheesy at moments. Delightfully so. Yeah. But fucking cheesy. It's a fun movie. Like, it definitely is a fun movie. The first person we see in this movie, Paul Rubens. He, as of this recording, he, he pa- just passed away. He passed away like a week ago as of this recording. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because it opens up into the cobble pots. They have this baby that mm-hmm. is twisted. It's, it's like they, con- the concept of the penguin is that he's like a sideshow freak born. You're going in- like this because he has flippers instead of hands. They yeah, call yeah. them flippers. I don't know what the, because you know, occasionally babies are born. It, it seems like with they used hands. It seems like they do kind of pause it like he's a bird man hybrid, like literally. Yeah. And you know, I actually love the opening sequence of this where, you know, he's born and they're horrified and they have him in like a cage and he eats the cat and then they decide we have to get rid of him and they dump him over the side of a river. It's like Moses. It is. It's like Moses because they dump him in his entire little carriage. But there's no thought uh, there. Well, there's no commentary, which there's not time. Fine. But like this, this little bird man came out her vagina. Yeah. Yeah. This is their child. Yeah. And also. I don't know how or why. And he floats out and he floats into what we end up discovering is the Arctic display at the Gotham Zoo, which seems to have been abandoned for 33 years. Since he, he was, since he, he got there. Because he grows up there. Yeah. Oh, he was all, and also we see newspaper clippings that they may have traveled around in a traveling circus. Yeah, he might have been well. part of a travel. So that's interesting too. When, when Batman starts trying to figure out like who the penguin is. He he's finding these things. So, so the story kind of seems to be that maybe he did go and see the world and he wasn't always in this place. 
But he was from here because that bridge is in Gotham mm-hmm. that they drop him off of because at the end he jumps off that same bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does kind of come full circle. But yeah, there is this assumption that like maybe he had this whole life and also that he maybe stole children before because there were like children missing in towns where this carnival would go and then he disappeared from the carnival. And so there is this like weird side plot where when he's trying to get control of the city at the end he tries to steal a bunch of kids yeah which which, goes nowhere yeah which you can kind of skip that and go straight to the penguins Mm -hmm. with missiles but uh but yeah and also we christopher walken plays this wealthy industrialist named shrek max shrek (laughs) and he's great He's yeah. fucking awesome. And he, so good. He's very good. At, he's really the true villain of the movie. So Max Shrek has a secretary yeah. named Selena Kyle, who's this bumbling. She's Kathy from the comic strips. But unlike Kathy, she doesn't have a Sherman. That's on again, off again, a uh, husband, boyfriend. No, she has Miss Kitty, her cat. Yeah. And she doesn't have, what's the name of the dog in Kathy? She does have an on again, off again boyfriend because he leaves her a voicemail oh, right. that says, I'm going on this trip. We were going to go by myself. So Sherman, yeah, went on the trip alone. So yeah, I don't know what Kathy's dog's name is, but mm. Selena has Miss Kitty. I'll probably throw it up on the screen like right now. So yeah, she's got a Miss Kitty, which looks like our cat Alice. Mm hmm. She forgets a bunch of shit. She's bumbling. She goes back to the office to get some shit together for her. And she's actually incredibly smart, we find out in this moment. She's just socially awkward because she's looked at all these files and has completely uncovered the villain scheme that Max Shrek has going to like make this power plant that's going to suck all the power out of Gotham. And this is a classic what we saw in movies and this is I mean she's played by Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Yeah. Prime Michelle Pfeiffer. But it's the idea that she's a little bumbling and wears glasses so none of these men want to fuck her. Right. But she goes back to the office. Max realizes that she has figured out a bunch of underhanded stuff he's doing. Cuz she fucking tells and she, <laughs> she's not she's not that clever. It seems he pushes her ass out the window. But that scene, this this actually is one of the things that stuck out the most to me because he's like, she's like, what are you gonna do? Kill me? And he's like, maybe. And then he goes, Buh. yeah, and like scares her, and then gets her laughing. And as soon as she thinks he's not gonna kill her, he shoves her out the window. And, and I don't know why. I just thought it was such a I thought it was brilliant. It's very so jokery. So she finds she falls out of this building and hits. It seems like you could connect some evidence to this murder quite easily, but she gets covered in cats and then comes back to life. Twitching. I don't think, I think this is the only aspect of this concept surrounding Catwoman that exists in the lore of this character. She's supposed to be a cat burglar. No, she's a zombie. She's this, a zombie in this cat movie, lady. She's a zombie cat lady. And she literally has nine lives, which is and something like that they multiple have. Multiple personalities. She has split personalities, like a good side and a bad side. Because when she's Selena, at one point she's staring at herself in a store window and she's looking at herself, going, "Why are you doing this?" Like she doesn't get it. So she goes she's home at spiraling. So after she comes back from the dead, she goes home to her. I mean, this sounds incredibly bizarre when I'm yeah, saying it. it is. Even for a Batman movie. Uh, she goes to her apartment, wrecks it, and sews up uh, a costume out of leather. A leather trench coat? Yeah. and A vinyl, vinyl trench coat. And then from there, the movie is pretty much just horny. Mm-hmm. 
It, she she brings. Oh, she and Batman are so horny. She for brings each other. the horny, the overall horniness up in this movie. There's a scene where she goes to see the Penguin to be like, we should get together and fight the Batman, and she is like writhing on his bed. And then at one point, she goes, "I feel thinking about." Killing Batman makes me feel dirty. Maybe I'll take a bath right here. And she starts, starts licking, licking herself. herself and like rubbing her like vinyl. She's literally insane. And that I, woman is insane. You know, thinking about Eartha Kitt. Um, mm. I forget who the other lady was that played Catwoman in the '66 show. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar, right? Like that. That show is so like unabashedly what it is that you accept all the goofiness. But when you see her do her little thing here in this movie. It feels way more cringe than watching Julie Newmar or Eartha Kitt yeah. make cat one, cat puns and shit. Like mm-hmm. it somehow seems cornier than that to me. Mm-hmm. And she and she's quite a sight to behold. Uh, this is the horniest the superhero movie has ever been. I mean, she's gorgeous. She gets this whip. It's fucking hot. It is. Yeah. But then she, yeah, I don't know. It's just not. Yeah. And and she also has really great chemistry with Michael Keaton. They, you know, they fall in love simultaneously. The bat and the cat fall in love while Selena and Bruce are falling in love. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I love that scene. Like, she goes over to his, his house to have dinner one night and they both have to go because they both have to, you know, get to this big, there's going to be another big celebration. There's always a big celebration it's happening Christmas, in It's Christmas, so it's like oh, the it's Christmas tree lighting, lighting. Which keeps getting foiled, something terrible yeah, happens. Yeah, they're going to relight the tree, but so she's got to get there, he's got to get there. You know, the penguins kind of made this, they tried to make the penguin the governor for a sec. Oh, uh, the mayor? Oh, yeah, the mayor. Well, they, the penguin, he kidnaps Max Shrek and, and demands he use his resources to let him back into society. So he can figure out who his parents are, but it's implied that he maybe already knew. It's not real. And so they're just playing, like, politics, and Max is thinking, like, they set something up where the mayor's kid gets kidnapped and makes it look like the penguin rescued him. Mm-hmm. Because things keep going wrong, and it's Christmas, and nobody feels safe in Gotham. Max is using that to position the penguin up to be the mayor of Gotham, so he could have some control, more control over the city. Mm-hmm. You notice that Max has no interest in being mayor himself. No, Be- he wants to puppet. Yeah, because he understands that he has more power in his own position, yeah. manipulating from the outside. He literally says at one point, mayors come and go. He's he's longer game. So So they set up, they're trying to set up the penguin to be the mayor. And the penguin, even though it's played by Danny DeVito, and he looks like incredibly like disturbing eating raw fish there's literally at random moments green goo comes out of his mouth and or nose unexplicably inexplicably mm-hmm. yeah shrek is very much like he's like lex luthor yeah and but yeah it's it's so funny there's a scene where they're going to try to like get him into shape to like be mayoral and you talked this scene that yeah, you yeah. love with the with these guys, this man and woman, and it's fucking uh, Jan Hooks Jan from Hooks, SNL, yeah, so good. They're like the PR people who are gonna like try to fix his image. Not a lot of reflective surfaces down on the suit, yeah. huh? <laughs> Still. Could be worse. My nose could be gushing blood. 
Those could be. What do you I kind of had a memory as a kid that maybe he bit the nose off. I thought so, too. But like it seemed like he just broke it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just a very interesting scene of this man who was literally raised by penguins in a circus is now going to... Who looks completely, like, disturbing. He's also really horny. About yeah. to hump your leg horny. Yeah, yeah. It's gross. I in, think- like, a great cringy gross way like a good good gross way i think a modern interpretation of the penguin he's a gangster in that last batman movie he was a gangster and he's kind of been like that in comics for a while it makes sense i think the gangster one is a little bit more grounded take on the penguin but but yeah this is just straight up like catwoman is a zombie cat lady and the penguin is literally Literally. a bird man hybrid yeah yeah (laughs) and he has a circus that commits crime Yes. Uh, the Red Triangle Circus, and they're straight up criminals. And there's this woman who has this dog, and she's one of my favorite things in this entire movie. She doesn't speak until the end when she's sort of like and she's very calling monotone. the shots at this like at this uh, e- event where you know every kind of hell is breaking loose. But yeah, she's very monotone. But her dog has been trained. To at one point literally like carries a grenade into a building, pulls the pin, and comes back out and the building explodes. There's like a, there's a part where Batman has I this, want her to be the villain. There's this part where Batman has this like gadget batarang oh, yeah. that he that he programs to target like all these circus performers, and when it gets to the dog, the dog just snatches it out and of the goes, air. Like Michael Keaton as Batman actually goes, Whoa, Whoa what? like that dog just has the ability and they actually end up taking that gadget and use it to help hack into the Batmobile. Hack into the Batmobile and then also to like frame Batman because yeah. there's this point where they're making it look like Batman's a bad guy. Yeah. But then obviously he's not. And then the Joker's like, guess what? You tried to, not the Joker, sorry. The Penguin's like, guess what? You tried to make me bad, but I'm, or you tried to make me good, but I'm bad. And so yeah. I'm going to be super bad. Before all hell breaks loose, there is this moment where. They go to this party at Shrek's house, and Selena Kyle is there, and Bruce Wayne is there. And they've already been like on a date. And everyone each else house. is wearing masks, and they're the only two who oh, aren't. That's right. Which I loved. I remember loving that as a kid too, being like, oh, "They didn't wear their masks. Everyone else is." Because if they wore their masks, they'd know who they were. Yeah. It's so great. And they're dancing, and he says. She says to him something he had said to her before, which is, so she was, as Catwoman once was like sitting on his chest and they were under some mistletoe. And he says, mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. And she says, a kiss can be deadly if you mean it. And they reverse it and she makes the mistletoe can be deadly comment to him and he whispers in her ear, and a kiss can be deadly if you mean it. And, and then she they hugs realize. him really tight and she goes, does this mean we have to start fighting now? <laughs> and a it's pretty good so line. good. Yeah, I yeah. fucking love that moment. And he's like, let's go outside. Keaton Bruce Wayne is really good. This, you believed him so much. Like when he just looked at her and he's like, we don't have to do this. Like we can be together. Like yeah. I love you actually. And he says to her, and you know, they've had all these interactions. They've been talking in circles around it. He tells her about Vicky at one point. Vicky couldn't handle the duality. And he's convinced that Selena Kyle is the only woman who he can be with because they understand They're each other. They're split down the middle, he says. But she is so dead set on revenge that she wants to kill Shrek. 
And he's like, don't kill Shrek, be with me. And it's like, that's the decision that she makes is, Mm. no, I got to kill Shrek. But Bruce, she's a zombie. And she's counting down her lives throughout this movie. And I love the part where Shrek starts shooting her and she's like, six, seven, eight. (laughs) Like it's so, oh no, she gets to seven. So it's like, so she's died a couple times and she's like, four, five, six, seven. And then she's like, only two more left. But I think I'll save one for next Christmas. Yeah. And it's like, so you know she's still alive. They say that, like, yeah, there's other ports where the the penguin kills her at some point after they drop the ice princess off the top of the building when they try to do the ceremony again. Batman kills her. Accidentally, but she fell in kitty litter, but that was supposed to be like, she died? I guess. I didn't catch that, but they later said that. Yeah. And Shrek did kill her the first time, so I guess that was that one life. Yeah, as that well. was the first one, and then he shot her four more times. Yeah, at the end, uh, Batman and Alfred. Alfred is a lot more prominent in this movie. He's actually pretty good. When the <laughs> Penguin uh, hacked into the Batmobile, he was saying all this shit about how everyone in Gotham is stupid, blah blah blah. And so Batman had recorded that, and when Penguin goes to give a big uh, mayoral That's like speech. Right. That's he, what he's looping what he said, the shit he said about the people of Gotham into the feet or what I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He just figures it out. Yeah, he's so genius. then he gets the people of Gotham to turn against the penguin and the penguin goes bonkers fucking nuts. And that's when he's trying to kidnap the kids of Gotham, uh, a subplot that goes nowhere. And that, and he's, but all these, and this is the most Tim Burton shit ever. He literally has an army of penguins that he's given a speech to, like General Patton. Oh, and he's kidnapped Max Shrett and he's got him in a big bird cage. Yeah. And, and Catwoman's running around. She's half off her shit now. And yeah, he's given this Patton like speech to an army of penguins. With, with missiles strapped to their back. They have back. little metal helmets. And he's on a rubber ducky, this giant rubber ducky. And, like, visually, like, really, like, wild, cool-looking so stuff. So wild. And I kept having to remind myself, they try to tell me over and over again that we're at the zoo in Arctic World, but I kept saying to myself, why are there penguins in Gotham City? Because they were because they're at the zoo, but there's so many because they've just grown rampant for the last 33 years, just having babies. At one point, they do show babies. Or I, yeah, yeah, I guess the the that circus when they're traveling, we're carrying them around as well. I guess I don't know. It does seem to imply that they abandoned this, and all the other animals are dead. In they this they zoo. they, they oh, abandoned the zoo and just let the penguins like hang out here. I guess I don't know. I guess, but the penguins start going out into the streets once the child kidnapping plan is foiled by Batman. Oh, and that's how they got into the the audio before, and that's how they fuck this plan up. Is Alfred is like an expert at scrambling signals. Yeah, right. Alfred is scrambling signals all over town to like do what they want. So he scrambles the signal for the penguins that has like had them going into the center of town. To then they just start dispersing, and they go back to the. Uh, the zoo mm-hmm. and and Batman has he, we have the bat boat and he's in the sewers and he makes his way to where the penguin is and then the penguins they use their missiles once they get back and they just start blasting the whole like arctic world display apart mm-hmm. and so penguin gets all fucked up and then catwoman shows up she wants to kill max shrek and bruce and batman shows up and and he's like and so shrek is free and 
Batman is like, Selena, you don't want to do this. Like, yeah, this is the part where he's like, we're the only ones that can understand each other. And then, and then it's like, we can just take him to jail. We don't have to kill him. And then Batman takes his he fucking rips. mask off. Rips it off. He takes it off. So guess what? You got to kill Shrek now. You, you can't be Batman and then keep Shrek alive, the the real villain of the whole movie. Who is he not going to tell? Like, yeah, who is who? He's going to. You just gave him so much more power with that. And yeah. it's not like, obviously, he does it to try to, like, look, Selena, it's me. <laughs> but, like, she already knows you're Bruce Wayne. You did not need to take your fucking mask off. Although the funniest part is when Shrek goes, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed like Batman? <laughs> And she's like, like, he doesn't get it. And she goes, he is Batman, you idiot, or yeah. something like that. And so he pulls out a gun off of a dead, like, circus guy that Penguin killed. And he shoots Bruce Wayne. And he gets floored, but he's got body armor on. And then he starts shooting Catwoman. And that's the part where she starts yeah. counting her lives as she's shooting her. And she has two lives left. And then she has this taser that yeah, she yeah, stole yeah. off a... Of, off of the one of the circus people early in the movie, mm-hmm. and this she was weird as fuck. and she grabs like these high power cables, and open mouth kisses him with the taser in between. She open mouth kisses Max Shrek because she's sexy. That's how she's got to kill and him. So I guess. they both die. She did not have to die again yeah. to kill him, yeah. but she did. I mean, you could just say she's fucking bonkers. I guess she is. And she is. And she does say, I'm going to save my last life. Yeah. Or whatever. And so Bruce uncovers it and we see a comically torched up Max Shrek corpse. And the penguin comes back for a second, like in a horror movie. But then he like, and it's really disgusting. Like he bleeds black. Yeah. Or green. It's weird. And then he's like, and he pulls out an umbrella. And then he flops over dead. That was genuinely funny. And then he flops over dead. And then this line of penguins comes out like the penguin funeral. And like, that's actually a pretty great scene. And they like drag the penguin's body into the water. He was their mama. Or they were his parents. Yeah, like being raised by wolves. They were cousins, brothers, parents, uncles. They loved him. Yeah. And so we end the movie where Bruce they Wayne, were his real family. Bruce and Alfred going down the road. He thinks he sees Catwoman and he runs up, but he doesn't see her, of course. It's Miss Kitty. But Miss Kitty's there, her cat, and he picks up the cat and he adopts the cat. And then we see the camera pan up. The bat signal uh, hits the sky and we see Catwoman like step up into the last frame. What was the last thing he said? Because it was really cheesy it was like he was in the car with the cat alfred was like uh, a merry christmas sir and and a, and a goodwill towards men and then bruce is like into women too oh yeah because this is a feminist movie <laughs> they at one point even fucking uh penguin at one point is like because at first he's gonna steal all the firstborn sons and then he goes I'm going to steal all the children. Boys, girls, girls too. Why not? Like, they're equal <laughs> equality. Like, it's... But, and Selena, Selena Kyle's doing it for herself. She don't need no bat. 
That is the pretty entertaining but completely fucking what the fuck bonkers movie. That is Batman Returns. The definitely the more Tim Burton of the of the Tim Burton Batman movies. We hope movies are going to give that one through five. I'm going to give it one through five. Yes. Combined for best out of ten. I don't think this is good as the first one. No. I prefer the first one. Yes. But I'm not going to. It's not going to be a low score for me. No, no, no. I'm going to give it a three point five. I'm going to match it. Three point five. I think a seven overall is pretty. It's so pretty fun. Solid. It's insane, but that also lends to why it's so good. Mm, yeah. You know? It's a very memorable movie once you see it. There's mm-hmm. definitely like, whether it be the giant rubber ducky or the, or like the cat one, all the cat one. I mean, Christopher Walken is fucking fantastic in this movie. I forgot how good she he was. Makes her claws out of sewing needles. Yeah. She- I loved it. <laughs> I love it. Although I will say, I don't understand how her sewing needles looked that way, but that's fine. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> So that makes it, we are in the B tiers. So we have two seven score movies. Okay. Is it better than Barbie? Yeah. To me, what do you think? I don't know, Ken's and Barbie. Yeah, sure, why not? Barbie, I have been thinking about Barbie a lot this week, though. They're both, like, fun but unperfect movies. Yeah. You know? Barbie is just Kenuff, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Barely could up. And yeah, there you go. Well, let me tell you about the, uh, you know, the Batman movies that came out a few years after this one. Not, They're not going to, they're not, I don't know. There may be like a five, maybe the highest one. Like, ugh, you know. Yeah. Ugh, that's when the Joel Schumacher era comes around. Because next we had Val Kilmer. Yeah. And then George, George Clooney. Clooney. And George Clooney did like three of them, right? No. It was... Forever, and then Batman and Robin, and then that was That's it. That's right. Until That's right. Until Batman Begins came came around in the two thousands. You know, I've never sat through all of Batman and Robin. I've never seen it. Really? Really? I saw that one in the theater. Even at that impressionable age, I was in my teens. I saw that. Even being like a huge comic book fan, I was like, I do not want to watch that movie. I went to the theater with someone that I worked with because. I mean, I was interested because I loved the original Batmans, even though they weren't as good. But she was obsessed with Chris O'Donnell. Mm, well, he was in that movie with Minnie Driver. Mm. Can't remember it. Don't know. He's in I Bad should, Love I with Drew Barrymore. I shouldn't bring up movies I can't remember the title to, but he's in that movie with Minnie Driver. What's Circle that? of Friends. That's it! Hey, we did it! <laughs> Check the show notes. For uh, links and other places to find us, the show notes are right under. The, just click more under the YouTube video. If you're listening to it on podcast, you can just see the show notes on there. Check it out. Check us out on YouTube if you're listening. Yeah. I listen to the podcast myself. Yeah. And let me tell you, uh, there's a lot of pod listeners. There's a lot of YouTube listeners or a fair amount. And if you're only listening to the podcast... There are like fun little visual things We're missing that things, I do. Guys. We're missing things on the pod. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like cool clips of the movie that are synced up to when we describe them. I'm kind of proud of it sometimes. And even little visual jokes at, from time to time. But I love it. Uh, but yeah, so hit that up and like and subscribe. Recommend. If you're, if you're a podcast listener, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm trying to change the podcast image. I don't know why. It's so hard. Yeah. So I got like an old wrestling podcast image from this same RSS feed. And we need to figure out how to change that. 
through Apple Pod. It changes everywhere else, but not an Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. But on YouTube, hit like and subscribe. Leave us a comment on what you thought about Batman Returns. I feel like, you know, if people in a modern context are looking back on these movies for the first time, I can see people liking Returns a little more than the, the Batman just because of like all the crazy shit that goes on. But I still think the Batman 89 one Agree. is pretty high end for superhero content. But that's all. Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors.